New Vision is a church that is about guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Whether this is your first time listening with us or you're a regular listener, we're so happy that you're here. Monday through Friday, we release a podcast studying through a book of the Bible. Right now, we've focused our attention to the Gospel of John. Again, we're happy that you're here. We know God's going to do something great. With us, we have our college pastor, Dakota Logan. Well, hey, everyone, here we go. We're continuing our series to the Gospel of John. I'm picking up in chapter 13, starting in verse 31. It says, when he had gone out, talking about Judas, when he had gone out, Jesus said, now is the son of man glorified and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I'm with you. You will seek me. And just as I said to the Jews, so now I say also to you, where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me afterwards. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I'll lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may also be. And you know the way to where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know the way where you're going. How can, how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and still you do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do and greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. 
whoa, there's so many good things in this passage. Like just reading through it, I'm just like, man, this is so jam-packed. I'm sure everyone's been saying that, but so I'm just going to pick out a few things as we're walking through this. This is this is the night of Jesus' betrayal. So all this is conversation that he's having with his disciples. And one of the first things that I want to point out is this is Jesus said this new commandment that he was giving them, not just to love God and to love your neighbor, but this new commandment is to love one another. And I, I love, I love verse 35 it says by this, all people will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for, for one another. So, and I was thinking about this, what a time in the day that we're living in right now, what a time for the people of God to look different and to stand out to the world. And Jesus said that the world would know that we're his, that we're followers of Jesus by our love and compassion for one another. And so this is a great time, everyone. This is a great time for us as God's people to stand out by our love for one another. So maybe just think and challenge yourself. Hey, how can I show love and compassion to someone this week? I think it'd be a great challenge for us to take. And then next, I want to highlight the three disciples that are kind of like in this conversation with Jesus. You know, first is Peter. And I love Peter. You know, whenever Jesus says, hey, where I'm going, you can't follow me. Peter's like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean I can't follow you? Jesus, I do anything for you. I'll lay down my life for you. Not knowing that that night he would deny Jesus. But but still, I love Peter's spirit and almost his just like reckless abandon, all in type of faith. I admire that about him. But honestly, most of the time, I'm probably more like Thomas and Philip. Because in these two guys, there are some doubts and some questions. And when, when, Jesus, says, when Jesus says that, hey, you'll know the way, hey, where I'm going, you can't come right now, but you'll know the way to where I'm going. Thomas says, what do you, Jesus, what do you mean? We, we don't know where you're going. How, how can we know for sure? How do we know for sure that we have the way to get to you? And then Philip he shows some doubts here. Typically we think of Thomas as the one that doubts, but here Philip is like, Lord, if you'll just show us the father, it's enough for us. Like we know, like we've seen you do a lot of great things. We've heard you say a lot of awesome things and do lots of miracles, but you know, like this is all kind of becoming dicey here and there's some uncertainty right now. And so if you just show us the father, it'd be enough for us to be all in. And so in, in both these guys, in Thomas and Philip, there are some doubts, there are some questions, but at least, listen to this, but at least they're willing to go to Jesus with them. At least they're willing to go to Jesus with their doubts, with their questions and to seek answers. And because something that I see so often is that people who have doubts, they, they have doubts and they have questions, but they really don't want to press into those doubts and to seek answers because then they might have to change some things in their life. And so they kind of just use, use their doubts to kind of keep Jesus at arm's length and not really press in and seek answers. And I think right here, what we see is, yeah, Jesus gives them a little bit of rebuke. He kind of gets on to Philip pretty hot there, but I think Jesus answers their questions and he's willing to, he's willing to hear their doubts, to hear their questions. And he comes alongside them in that. And I love Jesus's response to them. It's one of the most famous verses in the whole Bible. And it's chapter 14, verse six, Jesus said to him, speaking to Thomas specifically, he said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. And so Jesus is not one way of many to get to God. He's not just one, one, 
you know, trail up the mountain. There are many other ways up the mountain to get to God. No, no, no. It says that he is the way. It is through Jesus that we can be forgiven for our sins and through Jesus that we can be given eternal life to be with him in heaven. And so this is a great verse just to memorize and to have. If you think about just, you know, wanting to share your faith with someone, this is a great verse to have memorized. Jesus said, hey, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the only way to have eternal life. Jesus is the only way to heaven. And then the last verse that I want to highlight is is verse 15. And this is one where Jesus kind of comes in. This is one of the last parts of the section. And he says, hey, if you love me, like if you're truly my disciples and you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And, And I hear that. And, you know, I think just, you know, it's nice to look at the scriptures and it's, it's nice to, to see verses and to hear verses and to read verses that points and where it talks about God's grace, talks about his forgiveness, you know, his, his mercy and how much he loves us. Those are all great verses to hear and to be reminded of. Those are all really popular verses typically. But some of the not so popular parts of the scripture are parts like this in John 14, 15, where Jesus says, hey, if you really love me, you'll do what I say. You'll keep my commandments. Like in other words, you'll, you will obey me. Like if you're truly my disciple and you love me, then you will, you'll obey me and do the things that, that I say to do and to run away from the things that I say not to do. And y'all, I think that we're at a point in time in our culture and in the history of the church where we have to decide as the people of God, are we going to emphasize obedience to Jesus or not? Now, listen, I I know that, you know, I say that and the reality is none of us are perfect. None of us are going to be without sin, but, you know, we shouldn't hear that. And that give us, you know, this relief to be complacent in fighting sin in our lives. We should be at war with sin in our lives. But the good news is that it's not just up to us, not just up to me to fight sin in my life. It's not just up to you to fight the sin in your life, because what does Jesus say next? After he says, hey, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. He goes on to say, hey, and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. And so Jesus says, hey, it's not just up to you. I'm gonna send the Holy Spirit to help you. And so my challenge for us today is this. With the help of the Holy Spirit, what is a way that that we can be obedient to Jesus today? And sometimes the way that I say this to the point, our college ministry, I say it this way. Hey, what's a step towards something that maybe God's calling you to do? And then maybe what's a step away from something that God's calling me away from? So guys, may we be just empowered by the Holy Spirit to look more like Jesus this week. Thank you guys so much. That's all for today. Hope that you've enjoyed this. Hope that it's been helpful. And tune in again tomorrow as we continue through the Gospel of John. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the Gospel of John. See you guys then.